1: Peace
2: Family is 19 Keys. It's the most dangerous podcast in the world. Make sure y'all tap in for some war room, some high-level conversation, and keys to be able to unlock and stimulate that God within. Tap in. This episode is brought to you by Goldwater. My high electrical thoughts are always stimulated with the gold, right? Because I'm always on the gold. Now, we're born with 0.02% of gold within our body, for those who didn't know that. Now, scientists believe that the reason we're actually born with this gold in our body, given that gold is a heavy metal, makes it a superconductor of electricity, and our bodies operate off electricity with 70-90% water, we actually need that gold. Now, they believe that it's because of anti-inflammation and also to electrify the nerve ending between the cells within your body, right? Now, why would that even be important in the first place? And how can I qualify that to have anything to do with this high-level thinking? Well, it's my firm belief and it's also the understanding of science and biology itself that the body is an electrical system and it needs electricity. When we're young, we have all of this amazing energy, right? We can just run fields and fields. Then over time our energy decreases, getting lower and lower and lower as adults. You understand me? We can barely run down the stairs before our heart palpitating and it's about to explode like we Homer sitting on the couch at Simpsons. You understand me? So What happens to our body over time? Well, we put the wrong things in it and we rust out our body and it's no longer as electrical. We still have the same amount of potential, but the electricity needed to power up our bodies at maximum potential is no longer there. So putting things like the gold in there is reviving your body, recharging you to that natural childlike energy that you once had before. Now, of course, you want to eat clean so you have maximum absorption rate of the gold and you can tap in. Make sure you do your own studies on the gold, consult with your doctors, and after you're done, come to the healers and tap in to the same thing the Egyptian gods used to utilize. And that's gold.
3: Welcome to the Man to Man podcast, where we talk like guys. Right now, I got my sage, you understand me? Before every episode, we're going to make sure we sage, we're going to make sure we speaking from the heart, this is what men do. This is what men tap into. You know, you tapping into this conversation, you tapping into your youth, you tapping into your powers, you tapping into your God mind, you tapping into your heart, your intellectual, your walk, the where you come from, your hood, the whole nine. You understand me? Your womb, where you really come from. Like my brother Derek Gray said, you know, we don't claim the hood, we claim the womb. You get what I'm saying? So it's only one mm. mind in the universe. So let's tap all the way in, my good brother. What's happening? <laughs> hey. Yo, you know... I'm
4: Steve Jones, by the way, a lot of y'all might have seen me on The War Room, interviewing 19 Keys. Yeah, I was a little nervous, this was my first interview, you know, interviewing my brother. Facts. I was a little nervous, (laughs) but (laughs) today we gonna sit down, have a calm, man to man, talk with my brother by shit. We gonna talk about some interesting
3: shit today. I just want y'all to stay tuned. Yes sir, yes sir, so first I did want to get into, you know, because we we up on, on my on my bro platform and things of that nature. And uh so I wanted to start this off with a with like a story we got about about Keys. You sure. know what I'm saying? Yeah. I wanna start this off about a story we got about Keys, just, you know, for reverence and things of that nature as because uh, you know, one thing and I would like to say is this, is that growing up, right, I didn't actually get to spend a lot of time with my with my older brothers. You get what I'm saying? Because we were separated in different households, and they was in California, I was in St. Louis in the streets, and I was, you get what I'm saying? I was fighting these wolves out <laughs> here, and they was out there in Oakland doing, you know what I'm saying, fighting the wolves out there in Oakland, and you understand me? And I remember being in high school, and I was like, dang, I'm the only one in the household who was like... I was the man in the household at the time in a in, in, in high school, uh, in, in Northern High School, and I had to look out for my younger brothers and things of that nature. And I was like, dang, I want to be around my older brothers. And I remember getting out of high school. We ended up, uh, I ended up going back to Oakland, right? And, you know, we keeping it real on this podcast. This is Man and Man, Man and Man podcast, Man and Man talk, things of that nature. And I remember the first day I got there, out there in Oakland, y'all. My older brothers picked me up from the airport. And I never forget this. They was lit. <laughs> they was lit. They was lit. Man, that's all I'ma I'm say. You understand me? They was lit. They picked me up. They like, oh my, they was like, oh the young guy, he finally graduated high school. You understand me? You finally a man now. You know what I'm saying? So and I never forget that we end up going to uh, it's called like ghosts. Ghost Town, Oakland. Ghost. Is some. Ain't it called Ghost Town? Yeah, Ghost Town, Oakland. And uh, we end up going to this party and things of that nature. So I'm like, okay. So they just, we celebrating because I'm outside out of Oakland. I remember they was telling me it was like they talking about some talk like you for the country. <laughs> I like, bro, what's wrong with y'all, man? And they like, boy, you country. You know what I'm saying? You from St. Louis? You get what I'm saying? So they like talk like you for the country and things of the nature. So. I remember we end up actually end up going to this party. I think we finna just have a great time, things of that nature. We end up getting to a fight. You know what I'm saying? We end up getting into a fight my first day out there in Oakland, and I never forget that. But I remember though, the next day we did end up going into uh, my brothers. They 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 were showing me some some really dope things. I remember. Um, Brill, he at this time he was making As-Salaam-Alaikum shirts. And, and Brill is what I call him, you understand me? Y'all call him Nineteen Keys, I will call him Brill. And that's just I'm just letting y'all into something right now. You get what I'm saying? It's some exclusive, you know, energy right now. I call him brill though, but Nineteen Keys, he was making the Aslama shirts at this time. And I remember basically like how that made me feel on a spiritual level it was like, dang, my brother really out here actually touching people with using Islam, you know what I'm saying? And I remember them shirts was selling out Trump. Like We going everywhere. I remember Fabi uh, Davis Jr., you understand me, he was buying them, we was going across the town, everybody was just buying the Aslam Alaikum shirts and I remember a couple years later, they ended up turning into like the Musai Hill brand. You understand me? And then he ended up getting a, a whole store, a whole, just a, a whole bunch of stuff going on. And, uh, but I just remember just, just going from, from St. Louis, from the dirty south, where all the nephews at, to going to Oakland. You know what I'm saying? And being around the guys again, being around my older brothers, I, I felt like that, it was nothing. Nothing could have prepared me for that. You understand me? Just, and it was love. Of course, you know, we went through a whole bunch of different things, of course, as brothers, and we you know you do that, but at the end of the day, I learned a lot from those experiences. I learned a lot from actually being around my older brothers and seeing how they move in business, seeing how it may not always been the best business. You know, don't get me wrong. <laughs> it was a lot of ups and downs, but it was beautiful. you understand I me mean, I, I i want I want the folks to know that yeah. This is dope,
4: man. At Key's a dope person, man. Like me, I've been knowing Key's, well, I've been knowing, how long I've been knowing y'all, bro, since I was like 12, 13. Since you was like three feet tall. <laughs> yeah. And I'm still three feet tall. Like, <laughs> you know? but I've been knowing Key's a long time, man. One thing I can honestly say about my brother is, He's the most loyalist friend that I ever had mm. to the point where like the way when I met them, it was, you know, it's like a million of them. Like, I don't, <laughs> he got like 20 <laughs> brothers, 17 sisters, a million of them. But why I, I gravitated toward the Muhammad family was we all grew up in the same neighborhood in St. Louis, in my neighborhood. And that's where I met them at. But. I grew up in the house when I had sisters in my mom's single parent home. And I just couldn't deal with all these women fussing all day. So I ran the streets. Luckily, I ran across, wrote them in the neighborhood, and they had the brotherhood that I always wanted. You know, I, could, I I knew I could be a man around them. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Talk about man shit that I couldn't do back at home because I'm around women all day. they fussing and nagging, and I just wasn't with it. I need to be outside around masculine energy, out here making moves and making it happen. Me and Keys, we used to run the streets a lot. You know, we sold drugs and whatnot. But one thing I can always say while we were out there on the block, you know, you know, we had we had war situations going on, dealing with cops and whatnot, all type of shit going on. But every day we stood on them corners, we always talked about the future, the vision what we wanted the future to look like because we knew we weren't going to be on this corner forever. Thanks. One thing about Keys though, he left the shit alone early and continued on the mission to execute it. I stuck around in the hood a little longer than him, but we always kept in touch and he always told me like, Steve, leave it alone, bro. Come out here to Cali. Let's, let's turn it up. You know, and to this day, we still tied in, locked in. And I, and that's my brother, man, a long way to detour type shit, <laughs> for real. So it's keys, man. So what you're getting right now, man, he always been like that. It's just now it's full black guy energy. Mm.
3: That's love. Right now uh, we tapped into the gold water. Look, check this out, y'all. Have you have a dream before. Yeah. And if you're not dreaming, you got problems. If you're not dreaming, what are you doing? You're sleeping. They say if you're sleeping, then you're not praying. If you're sleeping, you're not working. If you're sleeping, (laughs) you're not imagining. And if you don't have no imagination, then you can't create. Then what's a creator without an imagination? You're a slave or you're nothing. But I'm not here to call you nothing. I'm here to call you everything. You understand me? (laughs) You are and, gold water. And you can and never I, have too much gold. Wow, he just cut me off in the middle of my gold water segment. <laughs> That's how you know this is good. <laughs> you get what I am saying? See, when you drinking on this gold water, you are alkalizing your mind. You're tapping the ten, tapping the ten. You're tapping into something divine, you understand me? This, this gold water right here is going to electrolyze your consciousness, help your nerves tap all the way back in how they used to when you was a child, when you used to you know, imagine things and you was just seeing the, the Oompa Loompas and the Boogie <laughs> Bears, you understand me, your consciousness and you was just drawing stuff. You was like, Mommy, Mommy, look at this drawing And she had to tell you and lie to you and be like, oh, that was beautiful. You understand me? But you was seeing them, you were seeing them spirits, you get what I'm saying? But see this is what the Goldwater does. It helps you to tap back into that childlike imagination, that childlike energy childlike inspiration. You don't need coffee no more. You don't need to smoke no more. You understand me? Not yet. Not FDA approved, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's God approved. Drink on your gold water. All right, well, now look, so I want to go into this black guy segment of, the, of you know, the conversation. I think we should just go in here and start tackling it. Start really talking about this masculine energy and going into it. Because, yep. you know, like we was out there and Miami just now Art Basel, you understand me? It was just so much fugazi energy that I was just seeing it in, yeah. in general, just like, and especially how, for an example, right? You know how we be out and we be rolling, and we just doing our thing. You know what I'm saying? And then it just be certain particular energies that just come into our vibrational field of existence. You know what I'm saying? Like. Men just be on like just weirdo activities. You get what I'm saying? Man, it'd be I see a lot of weirdo activities. Absolutely. Like it's to
4: the point now where like get get back, just stay over there. Don't bring the energy in my realm. You right. should, you could tell by the way I stand and that I ain't with none of the shit that you be doing. Let them get them oh, guys doing right. over there. Give me an know? example though. Like you know what I'm saying? I hate these like when I scroll down the internet. And I see these guys who talk about this masculine stuff, but be doing feminine shit. Like yeah. they yeah. turn around, and paint their nails, and you know that our kids are seeing this and they think it's cool. Painting, putting on makeup now. Like I just see, be a young <laughs> boy put on some makeup. If I'm
3: a masculine man. Yeah. Why is it not okay to wear makeup and put on fingernail polish and all these different things? You say why it's not okay? Yeah. Why? I just want to know. That ain't that ain't what we do. That ain't what men
4: do. Where I, I'm older. When we grew up, that was like forbidding, like, you know what I'm saying? To do anything that your woman do, a man, yo, you, she if that's the case, she she don't need to date you. She she, she can date herself. <laughs> you dressing like her. You, you look better than her. You're in the bathroom longer than her. Come on, now. What, 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 what is we doing over here? Else, <laughs> and another thing I hate that I see on social media is I see a lot of guys disrespecting women. Mm. That's like my biggest pet peeve. Like, people get on, they, they talk about women calling the B word or whatnot, and the shit just not cool at all. You know? Do you think that connects? Yeah, I think it connects because no one is holding each other accountable anymore. Everybody want to be independent individuals. Right. You know what I'm saying? So everybody want to do their own thing, got their own way and don't want to have to answer to nobody. And Fact. that's the problem right there because I feel like as a man, everyone, every man should have rules on the tablet of his heart that he follow and stand on, the principles and morals that he should stand on. And if you don't have nothing that's holding you at a standard, at a higher standard of yourself, then nobody going to respect you. You know what I'm saying? You not going to respect nothing. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Cause you ain't got nothing keeping you in boundaries. So it was a whole bunch of feminine energy going around. Whole bunch, bro. And then they, they projecting it in the wrong way, bro. Uh-huh. They projecting it to our children.
3: Right. They trying to call it like they trying to call they trying to mask it with the idea of freedom. Yeah. It Or like um um uh, what's it called again? You know uh saying like you you can be free to be yourself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Masking it with that, but confusing people for real for real on a, on, a, on a real end on a spiritual end on a, on a masculine or on the on 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 principles of the universe because yeah. like you like you said for real for real all men follow have to follow some type of doctrine or principle got all men have to follow some type of code or something that they stand on because it's
4: like how can you expect your woman to be submissive to you but you ain't submitting to a higher power yourself you know right. you ain't got nothing else Keeping you in structure, or you know what I'm saying, keeping nothing in order, you can't have nothing, will never be in order in your realm, in your household, right? If you don't have nothing, because you are expressive, <laughs> hold you accountable, you want to be you expressive, because
3: <laughs> you want to be free, you want to be free, expressive, you know what I'm saying, like, no, but let, like for real though, now, okay, we, 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 we finna really take it there, because now I, I'm seeing where we're going with this conversation, like, and we gonna get to the other part, because. I did, we did want to talk about, you know, um, relationships, and we wanted yeah. to go into um, the, how we should actually be dealing with certain things, what our actually like, relationships. Like, I don't really want to
4: talk about a relationship, I want to talk about
3: the breakup aspect of yeah, a relationship. Yeah, we go, you know what I'm saying, we're going to get into that, you know what yeah. I'm saying, but before we get into that, I just wanted to let the people know, though, like, I want to make sure we actually make sense of even the reason why men shouldn't really wear makeup and put on fingernail polish and things of that nature and how that actually is tied into the universal laws how that is tied into the structures of the universe how nature works and things of that nature It's it's a certain reason why back in the day you understand me and i kind of sound like a keys right now you understand me like back in the day Men had their hair cut, you understand me, wore suits, things of that nature. And they thought a certain way. And they produced a certain thing. And they created a certain reality. Now, based on the art, if you look at art, right, if you look at art, and this all ties in, if you look at the art of any, um, of any time period, you will see that that art reflects the time period. Like, like for an example, even when it comes to music, music is something that in which, like, if you look at the 2000s, you got 2000 music. If you look at the uh, the 1990s, you got the 1990s music, and it always reflects the culture. Now, in today's time, we got music that reflects being ambiguous, music that reflects being of. Of the world, music that reflects being on all these different spaces and all these different places of mind. You know what I'm saying? So it reflects that in our people, it reflects it in our culture. Now, the Honorable Miss Liz Farrakhan was like, I remember he said this in a, in, a, in a speech. He was like, He was like, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad one day stopped me. He was like, He was like, Brother, you came in all fly. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Fresh to death, ready to come to um, you know the class and minister. He was like, "But I checked your woman. And your woman came in with some old busted up shoes. You know what I'm saying? She got the same garment she had on for the past three weeks. He was like, brother, I.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
3: you get what I'm saying? For real. because he, he explained. He was like, he was like ever since that day, ever since the Honorable Elijah Muhammad scolded him, he was like, he realized that I can't, I'm not supposed to come into this environment looking better than my woman. You know what I'm saying? I'm not supposed to come into no environment. My woman should always be held at the highest plateau, always be held at the highest standard. I'm working for her. You know what I'm saying? In the Quran it says that the woman is the second self of God. She should be worshiped next to God. You get what I'm saying? And that the child is next after the woman. And then it's the man. The man is the one who don't need all that. Cause we already come as God. You know what I'm saying? We already come as the perfect representation of God. And all we gotta do is start stepping back into our heart space as being men, right? Righteous and doing what we gotta do to produce. And we won't need all these motherfucking accolades. We don't need all these looks. We don't need all these trophies. We don't need all these Grammys and all these other things that people try to put on tools to make us feel like we worth something. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, but,
4: but in twenty twenty two, they said you don't get no likes if you ain't pretty. <laughs> <laughs> but you <laughs> know what I noticed,
3: though? You know what I noticed, though? Like, <laughs> I think people worried about the likes Yeah. when they should be worried about more so like, for an example, right? I love women. You get what I'm saying? Exactly. So, I want more women liking my post than men. Yeah. See, somebody want everybody liking their post. Most men and most people want everybody like they shit. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. I want women to like my shit because, in reality, if I know I'm God, and my woman is the second is is their representation of God as well. Then who I look to see on a spiritual level, like if I'm doing something right, is God's woman. I ain't gonna look to the man. You know what I'm saying? I don't need the man to tell me, oh, I'm doing something cool. I got that in myself. My own voice tells me that. You know what I'm saying? But when I see that God's woman telling me that, you're like, oh, you lit? You you know what I'm saying? You doing that shit? You, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. And on my end, I think that having praise... From the woman, is far more worthy than having praise from all these men. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but the thing is, um,
4: when it comes to the women, if, about the praise aspect of it, I don't think it's enough. Men out here giving women enough to praise. Facts. Facts. In the first place, you know, because right. like it's it's men out here who never opened the door for they woman, mm. opened the car door for their woman, but they done did everything in the world to become a high rank gangster for their neighborhood. <laughs> like they done put all their energy in that, you know? Yeah. But they don't they don't know nothing about chivalry no more, you know. So I feel like, you know, women need a template or, or you need to see a you know what I'm saying, the a, the masculine energy in the way that we operate and they need to see it and, and you know what I'm saying, feel that in person, you know. Feel it because like, ain't nobody doing it no more, man. Or well, it ain't cool to, you know what I'm saying, be masculine and that. You know what I'm saying, treat a woman with respect no more.
3: Absolutely. As long as you uphold that, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I got to. You know what I'm saying? You know, like That's one thing that we like, always see around us is that we going to make sure we're doing those things. You know what I'm saying? It's one thing. It's, 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 it's the beautiful thing about these conversations is that we can actually talk about what we truly do in real life, in real life time. And we can actually have our stories and we can tell our stories and we can tell, you know, our stories now. Is that a, Like I heard somebody saying, you know, the uh, other day, it's like, they don't get to tell our stories no more. They don't get to tell our narrative no more. We here now. We get, to, we get that chance. We get to uh, rewrite and make sure we put our, our truth into the world. You know what I'm saying? And I think the more that we do that, the more that we connect from that heart space, the more that we continue to uh, do as we do naturally as black men, right? We automatically bring masculinity back to the fold. Why
4: why do you um, think men don't express their
3: genuine love anymore? Because I think they don't know God. You get what I'm saying? I think a lot of men have forgot or a lot of... Asiatic black men have forgot that they are God. You get what I'm saying? in mm. this this world, in, in the way that this world has taught them, has made them believe that not only is the white man a God, you know what I'm saying? Not only that is that they actually, they own enemy. You get what I'm saying? So right. if you don't like yourself, you're not gonna like your creator. you go gonna actually despise your creator. You get what I'm saying? A lot mm. of actual men are walking around with hate towards their own face. You get what I'm saying? Right. So they actually hate the creator of that face. And they and they don't like their moms. And they don't like their sisters. And they don't like their women. You get what I'm saying? So this is why they go after other uh, races of women. You know what I'm saying? Because they like, oh, y'all actually, in reality, black men, I'm just keep it honest, black men that go for other races of women, you get what I'm saying? They mm-hmm. actually think that they man is God. That's actually sort of a hard pill to swallow. You know, for an example, right? You know, black men, they like white women, most of them view the white man as God.
4: <laughs>
3: on a deep spiritual level, they do. They may not ever admit it, they may not ever say that. Man, but on I, a deep spiritual I level. I just told you this when
4: we, like when we be out, like, I see a black man with a white woman. And like you'll walk past them, but they never give you eye contact. Like it's like they kind of uh-huh. feel ashamed when you sing. Exactly. See them. <laughs> why you think they feel ashamed, why, bro? Why like you think?
3: <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Why why is why is there they shame? They never make
4: their eye contact with never you. They, they don't even
3: want shame. to speak. Well, the man should never feel shame. Why you feel shame like a dog? Yeah. You get, you know what else that feel shame? Dogs feel shame. You get what I'm saying? The yeah. dog is the opposite of God. You get what I'm saying? So it was like, you know me, I'm a wolf. I don't like dogs. Wolf can never be a pet. You know what I'm talking about? And that's why you ain't gonna never catch me walking around with no dog. Yeah, I'm fucking on dogs too. Yeah, uh-huh. This podcast this is big guy energy, man and man. Man and man talk masculine energy. And like, no, no, we keeping it all the way real, this podcast. Yeah. You know, I think that the black man is the only masculine man in the universe yeah in reality i feel like that too in reality i feel like we only a masculine man in 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 the universe because if we you got to think about this they say when a black man get back to his power the universe corrects itself so that means okay we've been in an ideology or in a consciousness of some other man's consciousness that means we've been slaves and we've been indoctrinated into a whole nother system of thought. You get what I'm saying? That is not original and that is not from our bloodline. So it was like if we actually have to go back into a masculine identity, it was like, where are we coming from then? And who taught us this unmasculine identity? You get what I'm saying? You see, mm-hmm. you see, like my brother always said, he was like, we gotta go to the source of the problem. <laughs> you yeah. get what I'm saying? Yeah. And then
4: like, like you just said, they got the um the unmasculine identity, but they try to jump in a relationship. Absolutely. <laughs> I don't get it. Like, if you ain't got, if you don't know like the functions of the masculine and the feminine, why is you trying to get in a relationship? See, me, I'm single at the moment because I know like love right now ain't enough. For a relationship for me right now, because like you can love somebody, but the timing will be off. Yeah, I travel a lot. I'm here, I'm there, and I know like trying to do anything from a distance, it's gonna bring some, you know what I'm saying? Kind of little term more you within a relationship, is, so I don't time. even waste women time with lying to them, like you know. But it's some men that are play on a woman intelligence or try to, you know, finesse or. You know what I'm saying? Just to get what they want for selfish gains. And that ain't how real men supposed to rock. You got to be honest. You know what I'm saying? And be clear with what you want in any relationship whether it's a friendship, situationship, And you got to have your intentions pure and set to its full
3: capacity. You really can't play on any woman's intelligence. Nah. Because a woman is quantum intelligence. If she don't know now, she going to figure it out later. And it's going to hurt. She going to have a dream about (laughs) it. Her intuition going to tell her. Something. Women see everything without seeing, and that's yeah. one thing that black men, or men in general, should understand is that even when they tell you, like, you know, uh, women ask you questions they already know, and I just want to give y'all brothers this. Women ask you questions, most of the time, times out of ten, they already know, they already know the answer. They just want to see if you're going to tell the truth. You know, mm-hmm. the masculine man is the truth teller. He's not the lie creator. You understand? When a man tells the truth, she can trust you. The truth is trust. It's right next to trust. You understand? So the more that actually she bring up something, you actually be like, you know what? I did. Yep. hmm I did because of this. You got your logical reasons. You got your reasons why. Mathematical. She like, okay. Well, I could trust him though. You get what I'm saying? I can actually trust him with my life because he actually does tell the truth, no matter what it is. And a lot of y'all brothers just got so used to this rap music, so used to this culture, so used to this like, cancer culture. That they think it's normal. That they think it's normal is a lie, but really (laughs) that makes you more and more and more and more of a, 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 for better lack of terms of words, a bitch. You get what I'm saying? Like you don't want to be a liar. A liar is a person that's untrustworthy, You you in confusion, you in chaos and you create chaos. You get what I'm saying? Cause a lie is always, always, always hard to keep up, and the longer that you, the more lies you create, you create more lies. That's just more untrustworthiness just in your environment. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And we ain't
4: had it. Yeah. I kind of want to, you know, shift things over. You know, this is the man to man podcast where we talk like guys and. Yes, sir. On this point, I want to talk about the five stages. Of dealing with a breakup, with the first stage being the denial stage, where you let your ego represent you, and you start telling yourself, "Man, ah, oh, she coming back. Facts. She ain't going nowhere." You get to telling your friends there. <laughs> so how you supposed to really deal with that, bro? Can you get a people's game? How you supposed <laughs> to deal with it? So we asking from like personal perspectives, from the yeah, heart. I yeah, be real from the heart. Man to man talk. So you know
3: um <sighs> how to deal with the denial phase um how to deal with you know that's powerful and that's you know cuz man we got powerful 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 egos you get what I'm saying mm-hmm. and you know we when you know especially when you know who you are as a man and you know what you bring to the table and you know what you bring to this universe Things of a nation. This is why I say that the woman is the second self of God. Because even in our denial phase, we don't want to give up that God. You get what I'm saying? Even through all, even if we put, like, just think about this. Even if you put her through hell,
0: mm-hmm. you know what I'm
3: saying? You put her through all the different things. You, you know what I'm saying? She go through all the different shit with you, and you know that you unworthy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Of her love and things of that nature. And that's, and maybe this is just one of those parts where you are unworthy of her love, This is for the sake of conversation, right? You know, the man mind still goes into, dang, I want to keep her, I want to, you know what I'm saying? I can do better, I can...
4: You think he still got her, but right. I, I, I think in the denial stage, you need to talk to your friends, your real friends, close friends, and your proximity, because they're going to be honest with you and let you know, like, yeah. bro. If you ain't got no yes man around you, they gonna absolutely. tell you like,
3: "Bro, absolutely, but you score that lady, man. Let her go. Be happy." I say in the in the denial phase, we always got to go back into, well, as a man, if she did this same thing that I did, will I keep, would I keep what I want to keep her? Hmm. You get what I'm saying? And that, that that that's good that
4: you said that cuz that go into the next question, the next phase. Which is the anger phase. You be mad that the girl finally left you after she didn't give you a chance. Right. Or you can be mad from the aspect of she left you and y'all got children together so she done split up the family. Mm. And this stage, like the anger stage, this important for a man to be aware of his anger or what triggered their anger, that anger, that emotion, but to never react or say nothing that, you know what I'm saying, make the situation even worse. You know, because there's a lot of men I heard real life moving are feelings instead of logic. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? And that's so, why they get makeup.
3: <laughs> I feel good in my makeup.
4: Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
4: what you think about that anger stage?
3: I ain't going to fake it, like... Because everybody go through the anger stage, bro. Yeah. So when it comes to the anger stage, you know, I'm an artist, right? And I got to be real with y'all. I look at emotions as like as beauty and I look at emotions as art forms so recently you know I've been through my my thing with my woman you know what I'm saying and yeah. I went through my own you know release it's not a breakup it's a release y'all releasing from one another and y'all making sure that y'all leave one another on great terms so that way y'all can create beautiful stories and you yeah. know just come, come to more peace uh, but that anger you are going to deal with anger but one thing that I realized was, um, was this, was that I, I can use this fire that I'm feeling in right now in my heart and in my soul, to actually move forward, and to actually be a catalyst for the growth. And maybe I'm feeling anger because I need to create, you know, a better structure for next time. You know what I'm saying? And maybe this anger is why. Okay, if I can release myself from this, then I need to create better, um, I need to create a better reality for myself moving forward. That way, I don't ever go back to this space of anger. You understand me? Because yeah. the point is not to stay angry, it's to, the anger is the energy you use to, to <laughs> correct situations. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? The energy is, is just a force you use to get you out of confusion. because that's all it is. Anger is just confusion. And so, but it's like it's your willpower and so if you use it to understand yourself okay you use the anger to ask yourself even deeper questions they say you know like I say God asks questions the slave asks none you get what I'm saying so you don't want to be a slave to your relationship or you don't want to hmm. be a slave to anything so if you know that you at this point in time in life where it's like you're not going to be with this person no more, and you angry, Where it's like, all right, I need to do better, and I need to figure out how I can use my anger, right, as a way to- To start your new
4: journey. Start, start my
3: new self off. All
4: right, that leads me to phase three. This is what I see a lot of people doing. Hold on, before, before we get to phase three, man to man. Man to man. Phase three. They this shit. is what I see a lot of people doing. They start bargaining. And now when I say that, that's that's when people try to be friends with their ex. Mm. Where maybe they'll try to compromise more of their <laughs> standards. Maybe we can be friends. The shit don't work. I'm telling you <laughs> that now. It don't work. You can't be friends with your ex. Like it's, This is because a lot of people, right, they don't be mad. After the breakup, a lot of people don't be mad at the relationship they'd be mad at the idea that they had of the relationship that they thought they had right but you got to cut that fantasy out yeah. <laughs> it was just a fantasy that you had and work out so now you got to move on you can't be trying to you know what I'm saying live in the past cuz that's going to keep you there you got to always be planning ahead and living
3: for the future you know cuz in reality it was just a fantasy yeah. like the whole relationship in in and and honestly it was just a fantasy because if it came and gone, it was just a fantasy. It was really just a mirage. You know what I'm saying? It was just something to come teach you real quick. And if you leave, leave me, then I never had you. Facts. Cause if you leave me, I never had you. It's like, in reality, that's really what it is, though. For real. Because, like, like this thing about you ever, you know, I watched that movie, The Never Ended Story, right? Yeah. And what that movie shows you is that, like, you know, the difference between fantasy and reality is so thin, you know what I'm saying? And it's like if something don't last and something is not currently with you, and it's just a story you write, and it's just really, ficti- it's really just fictitious, something that you create and project it in your consciousness, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So if a relationship don't last, what I'm realizing is that if it don't last, it's because it wasn't built on a on a actual solid foundation. You didn't really write out that story completely. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? In your consciousness before you even created the, the before you even created the relationship. You really went into it, you understand me, more so on a learning curve instead of like uh, oh, this is the end of my story. This is uh, where this is yeah, going. Because a lot of that's
4: another thing, man, a lot of these men this generation, they don't know how to manifest facts. They don't know like the first step is Imagination, and then the second one is writing it down. Right, and then getting emotion. And getting emotion after you see, that. You
3: see, you see, you see these <laughs> juices of berries, brothers. Yeah. Thought they, they they forgot about the getting emotion part. You get what they I'm saying? They don't know how to
4: manifest, so they,
3: they, they just spend all them days. On, they keep on going to these, these spiritual sister pages. <laughs> you know what <laughs> I'm saying?
4: <laughs> and then they, they take you to the next phase, which is depression. Now, this phase right here, the depression stage after the breakup, this is the most, this the one that I feel like I can relate to the most because, you know, like, you know, when you love somebody and it don't work out, that shit eat you alive. Yeah, I'm trying to look, look at it. But this is is the stage that you got to pay the most attention to because that's when you'll start sliding down the scale of life and you don't want to be at the bottom of the scale of life, you know, so you got to replace... All of that negativity, with, with you got you got to avoid all the destructive habits. Like right. your life depended on it, you know. Y'all,
3: I want to let y'all know something. I'm trying to keep it together. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying though, like, no, for real, like, like for no, real, like my heart, yeah. my heart, ladies, check this out. My, this brother, he bringing up all these these. these.
4: <laughs> it's cool because the last phase is the acceptance Look, phase, He's he bringing
3: bro. up all these these questions and these conversations because he knows. I just you know you know I'm, I'm no longer with my partner and um, so my heart is really is going through some things and. Um, He's really speaking on a lot of things that's hitting me right now, my consciousness. And they very present, they very um in the now. And um but he's speaking on some real things. The depression. You can yeah. really you can really it it'll, it'll really take you there. Yeah. But you see, that's the point of being a masculine man and this man and man and this guy talk. It's exactly the point of being a man, because that
4: take you to phase five, which is the acceptance. When you a man, this is the part where you acknowledge the role that you played in a relationship. You know, you got to acknowledge and accept it. You know, then you got to take what you learned from it and carry it into your next relationship. Only take the things that you learn that are going to be healthy for your relationship, though, because a lot of people bring that past trauma right. into a new relationship. And then they think it's fine because somebody accepted them. but right. My grandma always told me that if you don't work, you'll settle for anything. So some people just settle for shit out here. and You know, you get a lot
3: of this on social media. You know, you get a lot of these people talking about some, uh, man, fuck my ex. My ex wasn't shit and all these things. And I say, I say this, check this out. You know, all my exes is angels. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? All my exes, matter of fact, they was God themselves in, in person. Because that means I was sleeping with God. You get what I'm saying? That means I was sleeping with angels. If my exes wasn't shit, that means I was sleeping with shit in my bed. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? And I don't know about y'all, but I don't want to go to, uh, to sleep next to shit. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And so I need y'all, like, as men, as young guys, and you know, all. even for the women that's listening to this, stop saying that your ex wasn't shit, because that wasn't true you chose that person, you chose to be with them, you get what I'm mm-hmm. saying, and you chose to lay with them, and you chose to have experiences and travel with them, you chose to eat with them and all that, you get what I'm saying, so you got to, and today's time, we got to have more respect for one another, you get what I'm saying, let's have more respect and dignity, matter of fact, let's start to, because this is what this is about, Yeah. learning how to actually release ourselves from these cords, because this is what they are, these are spiritual cords, yeah. we are creating spiritual ties, so... When we're when we in relationships with people, let's respectfully, if we, let's not be like Justin. You know what I'm saying? Let's not go that route. because He <laughs> going gonna to take y'all through, for real, for real, through hell if y'all listen to to that shit. Let's get back to this black guy Damn. energy. You get what I'm saying? And making sure that we're respecting one another as we are releasing ourselves from each other's grip. All right. So I got a question for you,
4: man to man. I you telling people that you just recently got out of, uh, out of a relationship. So, what are some of the things that you are doing in a
3: healthy way to deal with the breakup? Um, I would say one of the healthiest things that I'm doing is continue what I was doing before we even got together. And that was... Can you give me an example? Give the people example. So, for an example, before me and uh, her even connected, I was just focusing on, you know, building myself. You know, building my brand or building um, my knowledge and yeah. learning deeper on um, about God and things of that nature. And really, it's just a continuation of all of that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like I never stopped even through the relationship. That's not something you never stop. It's just, Really, just focusing on what matters. And even doing this, like, bro, we're doing podcasts now. Yeah. I wasn't doing podcasts. <laughs> yeah. You get what yeah. I'm saying? So, in reality, I'm alchemizing that energy. And because yeah. I'm staying um, more so busy right,
4: and doing the so right things.
3: And when you're in a relationship, you know,
4: everybody got a love language, mm-hmm. quote unquote. Yeah. So, did during your relationship, your past relationship, did you listen and learn her love language, or did you try to force your love language upon her? For example, some women are not materialistic. Some women cool with just a picnic at a park or somewhere. Yes yeah, sure. Did you try to spoil her, her gifts? No, and she the whole time she don't like the gifts. She really just want a chill date, or you know. So did you force your love language upon her, or did you listen and learn hers?
3: My past relationship, I feel like it was actually my healthiest relationship. Mm. Simply because, you know, I went into it on a much more mature level. And I actually didn't force my love upon her. It was more so like a, it was more so of of a connection to how it should be. You know what I'm saying? It was more so like we went into this like, how do you want to be loved? How do you want to be loved? When we had these conversations mm. and we talked about these things and we talked about, you know, um, you know, children and marriage and all these things before we even, like, really connected on a yeah. physical level, you know what I'm saying? And um, one thing that I do notice, though, is that someone will tell you and they will show you how they need to be loved, but they still need to see there is another way to be loved. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So, the point is not to go overboard and excessive with new new ideas and new things. It's just to show somebody that there is another way to be loved, you know what I'm saying? Yeah.
4: Like, like what, what was something about that relationship that made you feel that you had found love once upon a time? Something about that relationship that made me feel like I found love. Yeah, what characteristic trait or quality of that relationship that made you, at one specific point in time, feel like you had found the one? I remember specifically,
3: we I was doing my retreat, and she had um, like we had did shrooms together, things of that nature. And you know, when you take shrooms with somebody, you see everything about them and stuff like that. You get know what I'm saying? And when we took the shrooms together, bro, I saw the universe inside us. You. you know what I'm saying? And I remember at this time, like, during that trip, that trip, I did. Like, we, I went on heroic, heroic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm talking about my nigga. I met, you know, yeah. I met God that night. And, uh, and I remember it was one point in time where I ain't gonna fake it, bro. I felt like I was, I was like in a whole another corner of the universe. But she was there and she helped bring me back. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And she was grounded and she was just like, her energy and who I felt like she was to me at that moment was just like, her. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Because just like how she was able to ground me from I mean I'm talking about I'm in the far reaches of the universe so,
4: so to sum it up you felt grounded yeah at like the time, I just it. felt love
3: love, you know I pure, felt like love. pure love I feel like it was just pure love like you know what I'm saying a type mm. of love in which only I really felt like at that moment it was a type of love in which only your mom could give
4: and, me and that kind of that got to be hard to you know what I'm saying go from that point of feeling grounded in love to a breakup, so how do you find inspiration again to start back dating? Bruh,
3: I look at everything like it's teaching me something. You know how most people look at life like, oh, I'm going through this, so I'm supposed to feel (laughs) down. I look at life as like, it's only teaching me to be better. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And it's only teaching me to do better and i know for a fact that if i can experience something like that that i feel like it was such a high in my life and the universe and god show me all right well i'm gonna take that away from you You know what i'm saying or my own decision making decision making takes that away from me then that means that if i look at this objectively then i can grow from this situation Because if I can think I got a hold of something so precious, right, that means I was worthy of it. You get what I'm saying? Right, exactly. I was worthy of that moment in time. I was worthy of that love. You know what I'm saying? And maybe that's a way of God showing you like, or showing me that if I learn how to do this though, think like this though, and stay on this path, then this is something I can give to you for the rest of your life once I bring it back into your, you know what I'm saying, your view. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Like they say, I look at again, it's like a hustler mindset, right? It's like, you got $100,000 before, you know how to get it again if you're a hustler. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. You get what I'm saying? So it was like, if you, so, if, so all these people like to say they, they uh, you know, romantic lovers and all these things, if you truly a romantic lover, you will know how to actually get that back once you do get it, if you do drop yeah. the ball. You know what I'm saying? Go like, so during,
4: during your past relationship, do you feel like you utilized your communication skills at its fullest capacity? Um, I
3: always feel like I can do better. Yeah. Because that's how I know, like, and it's not just to be, you know, on the screen talking about, but for real, for real like in my heart, I feel like I can always do better. And I feel like we had just great communication, but then I realized even in my own thinking of like we was having great communication, it still was layers of that communication that I just wasn't seeing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, There's one thing to have great communication, but there's another thing to have a, a great circle around you. Yeah, You know what I'm saying? You can have great communication with somebody, but if you don't have a great circle around you, right? <laughs> that's that's what destroyed all my previous relationship
4: exactly. environment
0: because exactly. environment. it was like
4: I, I always got in relationships where I, I, I can't man toxic because I was obviously I was running the streets. My parents, everybody exactly. who know me, they know like I was in the streets, sold drugs, been to jail, been shot numerous of times. I came. I'm a gangster. I came in a gangster. <laughs> at the time, I, like real talk. But so I only a lot of the women accepted my lifestyle, which mm-hmm. means when I came in, I never had to change who I was. This is what they accepted. Facts. But once you start loving the person, and you know things start getting serious, they want you to change. But you, you know, your ego kick back in. You start telling yourself, man, you, you just you've been letting me do this all this time. Now you want me to change? I ain't with it. I ain't on that now. You know. And then they'll leave you. So now, what you gotta learn from that though is like you gotta evolve. You can't be afraid to shed them old le- layers of your, yourself and create a new, the new you, the the the, the supreme you. Exactly. You gotta tap into that God within yourself. Like man, I came home this time, and I I refuse to live toxic. Like even dealing with women, like if. It, if they know not to text this phone, to do nothing toxic or nothing. I don't. We don't communicate like that. We trying to help each other evolve and grow. And if you're not doing that, or if I'm not doing that for you, then there's no way we need to be in the same proximity. Facts.
3: You know, it all is. It all goes into how how you look at it. How you looking at this shit? You know what I'm saying? Like most people view love as a fairy tale, hmm. so they get a fairy tale. You know what I'm saying? i but, got i got i got three questions three more
4: questions before because i know like time coming so i want to ask hey, you we here i want to ask you we something here. You so what what I'm real Ain't no
3: time coming look check this out <laughs> we here look because we talking about love and this is yeah. a very like when you talk about love you just about gotta, gotta let it flow huh facts because this is this is what people need to hear actually yeah. so bro like what's the what what, what what do you
4: think is the proper protocol for a man to cut ties with a woman
3: Okay, I'm about to get into that. I'm gonna answer that. I wanted to, because I wanted to still go off what I was saying just now, right? Oh yeah, go ahead. I wanted to say this, that love, how most people view it, is a fairy tale. But it's not. Love is a responsibility. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because, for an example, and this is just like, Because most people think about love they think about relationships, but love is the relationship with yourself first and foremost. When When you in the hood, you know what I'm saying, and when you doing shit out of survival, you doing shit out of survival. You get what I'm saying? And you get into the money out of survival. You get into the bread, you fighting people out of survival, you get what I'm saying? or you trying to protect someone yeah. out of survival. You're not looking for love, you're looking exactly. for survival. you looking for yeah. survival. So what you do in a survival mind is completely different from what you do in a loving mind. The love mind, and when you, let's say for example, you a man in the hood, like you said, right? When you got into relationships with certain women, you already went into it like, I'm me. I'm doing it. Yeah. But that still was survival. She was trying to teach you about love. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? You see what she was trying to teach you and what most women try to teach men and what most women don't know even about, them own, about their own selves is that love is responsibility. The first form of love is to listen. Yeah. That's how you know somebody actually loves you, is do they listen to you? Do they take time to actually sit there and listen? Most people think that love, right, is giving you something. Most people think that love is actually oh, let me get them gifts and things of that nature that's not love. The first act of love and the first responsibility of love is to listen. Mm-hmm. How well can you listen to somebody speak? If somebody, even if somebody like yelling at you, can you listen to the yelling? Because in their yelling is actually the solution to the problem, the reason why they're yelling at you. You mm-hmm. get what I'm saying? So the first form of love and what I was realizing was like even like this is one thing that even my past relationship with her was teaching me it was like Love is actually not what I used to think it was. Love was, it was responsibility. And the more that you take on love, the more responsible you are. Because without love, you in survival and you in chaos. Yeah. You know what love I'm saying? Love
4: is something that you have to learn and continue to learn for the rest of your Facts. life. Because it's it's a it gets in depth and it's like infinite depth. Right. And
3: you, you know? like you think about it. If you were in infinite depth of chaos. Your whole entire life before you do learn love, it's gonna take you a whole entire lifetime to learn love. Yeah, love don't get rid of the difficulties. You know what I'm saying in life, and that's what I want people to realize. Love is not gonna get rid of your difficulties, so, so stop so. thinking that shit. People be that's why people be going to fairy tale money. I like, ain't never get you know easy. What saying? In life, we women be thinking like, oh, I'm gonna find a man <laughs> with a bag. You know what, <laughs> what I'm saying? Like, no, that's like yeah. you. are understand the same shit you dealing with it's just going to increase. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? On some other different level. Because you know form. what they say, man. The more you acquire, the more you desire. Exactly. And so it's like you may have a bag now. And you see, this is the thing. You know when people talk about money, they be like, yeah, money ain't money, ain't the ain't ain't solver of all issues. Okay, let's not listen to these folks. You get what I'm saying? Get that bread. You got to have get some financial stability. You get what that, I'm saying? No. Now, what I'm truly saying is that whatever you don't deal with right now, you're gonna still deal with it later. I don't give a fuck what you got. You get what I'm yeah. saying? So it's like, if you ain't, if you ain't, say for example, for women, if you ain't, if you ain't found a man now, who <laughs> mm-hmm. ain't taking care of you doing things in that nature, it's you got some things you gotta work on yourself. You get yeah. what I'm saying? Don't and that-
4: that's and that's exactly why I hate that saying treat people the way you want to be treated. Like I had to cut somebody off was telling me that the other day. They say treat people the way you want to be treated. And I say no. I disagree with that because I'm not treating myself 100% supreme the way I should be treating them. I need to learn more knowledge. I need to get more financial literacy and I'm not doing that to my fullest capacity myself. So I definitely don't want you to come in my life treating me the way that I'm treating myself because Fact. I need you to come in my life and treat me better. better. Then I'm cheating you know myself. Saying? And, and vice honest. versa. This works both ways. I get to come in your life and teach you new things. And, you know what I'm saying? Something that's going to evolve you, though. Know? Not nothing that's going to keep you stagnating Like We got to cut that off. Like anything that's going to hold you back from your purpose
3: in life, you got to cut it off. At and the, that's at honesty. the neck. That's honesty. <laughs> I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to check this out, right? I don't need no woman in my life, you yeah. get what I'm saying, who ain't going to upgrade me. Yeah, upgrade you know me. I'm like saying? what Beyonce like, upgrade said. Upgrade me. <laughs> Let me upgrade. upgrade. I want her to come with that Beyoncé <laughs> energy. Really? Talk about some let me upgrade. I'm like, oh, shorty, you letty. Yeah. You get know what I'm saying? Because
4: I'm, nah. But you know what the problem is? I need my Rihanna. Everybody want the end results in the beginning. Like, like, scroll down social media. and we, They compare their life to everything they see. They compare, like, you real life seeing people comparing their life to a little 30-second reel. <laughs> they see the end results, and they want that. And if you can't give it to them right then and there, they gonna go mess with your friend or somebody else who, who they think got the bad, who gonna treat them right. Well, and I'm then, gonna tell you something. It's just a, a, a what's the, what's the hamster on the wheel cycle again? You know, like they never find the love because they going in there with the wrong intentions in the first place. Indeed. You you gotta lead with love. Shorty. <laughs> Check out my shit, man. When <laughs> you put the eyes on, man. Just just look
3: the other way. I just play. Shorty. <laughs> I want to tell you something. I want to let you know this right now. If you still basing your life of anything you see off what anyone else does, yeah, you a lame. I'm just keeping like you know how people like to try to you know uh, pussyfoot and try to cuddle you and stuff like that, cow yeah. you. I'm just let you know right now that you lame. It's lame. That's lame yeah. shit. Like the Especially fact that if you you're still, a man compared to other men. Facts. The fact that you even going on Instagram and like feeling down or up or sad or about anything you see on there is some lame shit. You get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. let's, just, let's just cut it all that out for a second. You can't create nothing in the universe if you already of the universe. If the universe isn't already basically done, you see, <laughs> <laughs> like for real. You mean like i be willing to say what I would to say. Like, yeah. look, you see, if the universe isn't already, let's just say impregnated you. You get what I'm saying? It isn't already impregnated you with his with his knowledge, with his with his with his own understanding. Like, you yes. just a walk around, you walk around pregnant. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Maybe that's why a lot of you brothers walking around effeminate. You know what I'm saying? Because you already pregnant by the universe. You get what I'm saying? You already impregnated with everybody else's ideas. Impregnated with everybody else's money and flashing and and spirituality and quotes and all these different things. You get what I'm saying? But how about you go, go ahead, finally just give birth to that damn universal child and go spend some time off yourself and go ahead and, and download your own and impregnate yourself with your own ideas. Yeah. You get what I'm
4: saying? You got to tap into your ideas. That's why I like the game. What's the, um, the game they play on the PlayStation, Grand Theft Auto, minus the violence aspect. What I like about the game is- The violence is needed too. The character on the game, the main character on the game is always on a mission. As soon as he get that mission completed. He finna go do some more shit that you thought was impossible, <laughs> but he getting it done though, you know? Fact. But, when you mess up, what it tell you on the screen? Wasted. So you gonna sit around and not chase your goals, you just wasting your time, you gonna be wasted out here. You can't be wasted out here, man. No, That's why sure. I told you first you gotta envision it, then you gotta write it down. Man to man. <laughs> is, <laughs> that that you, is
1: that behind. why you got
4: this feather in your hair. Man, look, I got this feather in my hand because sometimes I just feel like I might fly away from all you ignorant niggas, man. <laughs> like yeah. you niggas is like real life, like y'all slowing down the vibrations out here. And sometimes I just need to fly away and get in the sky with the guys, you know. Yeah, so I her. keep the feather with me. Yes yeah,
3: sir. For real. Yeah, he got that Hey root energy on, him, man. To yeah. Man. You get what I'm saying? No, we can get back into these. Man and man. I oh. hope I
4: wanna get back into these. Man to the man, I I, I was still wanted you to answer this question though. What you think the proper protocol? For a man to cut
3: ties with a woman after the breakup. Man to man, okay, this is good. This is good. This is good. This is great. This is powerful. This is beautiful. You know, man to man, even though I just created a song that said "Don't," I don't apologize, I think one of the greatest things that we can do is to both actually come to an agreement and say let's apologize to one another for the reasons why we not... Together anymore. You
4: know what I'm saying? And like hello, let me stop. When you do this apology, right? It's face to face,
3: right? Right. It's not online. Do not, not do not, it not through it the online. DM. Let's not do the, the Instagram. <laughs> do not send a text shit. message. Do let's it face to face like it, a man. Let's not go on Twitter. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No, let's actually call up one another. Hey, let's have a sit down love. You understand me? We know that this is not go go to where we wanted it to go, and it's not gonna be that. But so let, but because we got history, and because more than likely nine times out of ten, y'all done sexually been together, things of that nature. Y'all done created spiritual ties. Y'all done went traveling, and y'all done created experiences together. So you gotta create experiences that releases y'all from all of that. You get what yeah. I'm saying? So you call her up, like. We all both know where y'all headed, so it's like we might as well just get together one last time and talk face to face. Like we got together face to face. You get what I'm saying? Because so, the same way you start something, the same way you gotta end something. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> so you know, you, you you had a conversation where you talked to her and y'all both, you know, respectfully um let each other know what y'all both loved about one another, you know what I'm saying? going to what y'all love about each other, uh, going to um, what y'all both can actually think y'all can work on, you know what I'm saying, for just just y'all selves, and going to what y'all think y'all can work on for y'all future partners, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, actually look at it as like a a learning lesson, like y'all really going, y'all actually in school right now, you get what I'm saying? And actually look at it from that perspective, like, we teaching one another, and then, Going to because um, I actually recently have done this. You get what I'm saying? This is why I'm speaking on. It. And actually go into it through and truly apologize to one another from the heart. It's like both of y'all. Apologize to each other for certain things, you know what I'm saying, that uh you are her couldn't or could give or couldn't provide one another, you know what I'm saying? Just apologize. She go apologize back and do it from the heart. All everything from the heart space. This is how you actually heal. You get what I'm saying? This is how you actually heal connections. This is how you actually heal from wounds and stuff like that. And also, another thing that you can do is, you know, y'all can write down um, basically each other's names and stuff like that. And let in a, in a writing, let you know that you are releasing yourself from this person. You know what I'm saying? See me, once it's old. Like if you wanna go on like I like you ask me for on a spiritual level. <laughs> so I'm giving y'all the spiritual, you understand me, game. Like we could look. Like, you know, he gonna give you
4: the spirit, you see you now. I'm, I'm
3: giving y'all the spiritual. Man. I wanna go into the logic. If you wanna then. do it right, under the laws yeah, of like my eye right. and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? But if you wanna just go pure like me logic.
4: After the breakup over with me, I'm deleting all old memories. You real life dad in this movie, like nah, I for wish you, can, you the nah, rest. definitely do all that. Exactly, but do I don't wanna. That. I ain't, I ain't holding on to nothing in the from the past no more. So I'm cutting all ties. But I don't wanna see it on my phone. You gonna get the block from me? I might change the number and all of that. You know what I'm saying? Only for my sanity though, because. Like Be real, like after the breakup, man, the women,
3: y'all move on real fast, man. Facts. So for the health of your soul, you know what I'm saying? It's like, for the health of your soul, I'm telling y'all to do this. Yeah. Right? For no, your spirit. For your soul, because for you know soul. you left on good terms and now, you gave closure. If you, you are an artist, though, if you artists, though, doing all these things that I'm telling you to do, it's key. Yeah. Because when you go back into writing your music and your poetry you're going to have these actual experiences yeah. that you can go off of. It's like, oh, I actually sat there with my ex and we actually had these conversations. You get So you can yeah, actually yeah. write about it now. You see, I do everything based on, like, in a way, it's kind of narcissistic. You know what I'm saying? When you go into, like, oh, well, I'm a creator so I can look at everything as, you get what I'm saying? Art. <laughs> so, and if you <laughs> take that, if you take, but if you take that type of mindset, it heals you, because you're no longer in your, in your head, you're no longer in your heart, you just in creation, you know what I'm saying? And you're looking at things as if the, this is the creator experiencing. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. All right, now this is my last question before
4: we end the man the man podcast where we talk like gods, and this is like a more you know personal question. This is for both of us actually. Okay, let's get it. So moving forward in life, right, as far as, you know, getting into a, a relationship in the future. Are you gonna be consciously making sure that you're aware of the characteristic role you're operating from, such as your ego or your core, your pure self? Are you gonna know the difference which way you lead your relationship? Or are you gonna lead it from the ego aspect or the core?
3: um it's a mixture of both always (laughs) just the answer i was looking for (laughs) it's a mixture of both always you gotta have that balance gotta have that balance
4: because the ego brings the flavor yeah you know but your core is what gets you to love and you know what i'm saying help you reciprocate the love let's be
3: honest let's be honest she came to me because of my ego yeah you get what i'm saying She came to me for my ego. She came Mm -hmm. to me because of my ego. She came to me because of how I look. You know what I'm saying? She came to me because of how I talk. She came to me because of my staff and how I walk. She came to me because, you understand me, I'm on this podcast right now. You get what I'm saying with a black guy. She came to me because, you know, I you know, I pray to God and I give a lot of glory, things of that nature. And anything that I say out of my mouth truly is ego. You get what I'm saying? So she came to me because of my ego and she go stay because of my ego, and she gonna wanna be with me because of that ego. And now so, again, because we be looking at things from the Caucasian consciousness and Caucasian slave master mindset, we we was taught that the ego was something bad. Something that the ego was something wrong, but you see, nah, black man, I'm gonna let you know something. Yeah. when you got no ego, I don't wanna go into ego, because this is something that people need to understand, right, because I don't think people understand what the ego is. And because they don't understand what it is, they've labeled it something else. Because even myself, I labeled the ego that was something bad at one point in time. But then I had to I had to check myself. And I had to realize that there's a difference between ego and... Um, what's it called again? And a lie. You get what I'm saying? If it's a truth, it's healthy for your ego. If it's a lie, it's destructive for your ego. You get what I'm saying? Mm. Most people walking around acting like... For an example they got you know um 60 like like they get they got um a lamborghini they on instagram with lamborghinis and things of that nature when they know they ain't got it that's a false ego you get what i'm saying mm-hmm. but you see me and my brothers me and the gods mm-hmm. we walking around as actually just knowing who we are you get what i'm saying and knowing the knowledge itself <laughs> and having where I the knowledge keep my of crown self. on you get what i'm saying and i'm like hold on if i'm looking super saucy highly attractables, you get what I'm saying? That's the truth, because that's just what it is. You get what I'm saying? That's the truth. I'm actually I'm a very highly attractive black man. So if I actually speak on those certain types of things, that's telling the truth. You get what I'm saying? That's just, you know, going into you know that realm. But again, I realize that if you focus on God, and your ego is only going to be correct. You get what I'm saying? Because you're focusing on the truth yeah. you're focusing on that that part of your consciousness now if you focus on worldly things with your ego, then you focus on the wrong things and your heart can't build nothing from that it can't attach to anything righteous it can't attach to anything of love you get what I'm saying? And so that's how I view that. And so when I go into, you know, uh, my next relationship, I'm going to make sure, you know, hmm. I stay continuously on principle. Yeah. Whatever I will have, like, whatever whatever you have going on that drawn her to you, keep that going. You know what I'm saying? Because that's why she's here. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Exactly. And so, but a lot of men tend to lose themselves in relationships. They tend to walk off of their purposes and walk off of their
4: paths to tend to the relationship. Now, when they do that, man, your woman start respecting you. When exactly. you when you quit chasing your purpose and you you know put her above everything, she don't respect you she don't because respect it's like you. she 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 start feeling like you clingy, like you need her yeah. to live, That's and she she gonna start start you know. She gonna hate you in a minute. You know, after that, when she start feeling like you depend on her to get everything done, you need her, you can't live without her, can't breathe without her. She, you just, just might as well just end that relationship right right then and there, cause it's not gonna work. She gonna respect a man who's standing on his logic, his principles, his morals, who going after their goal, chasing their goal. And if you're not aligned with my goals, then you got to get out the way. Right. They only respect it when you know when you serious and you putting the action behind it. Always. You can't be talking too much and doing too little. Mm. got to put the action behind it. And with that being said, we're going to close out the Man to Man podcast where we talk like guys with my brother Bashir and your boy Steve Jones, a.k.a. the guy with the feather. And the man Steve Jones. (laughs) (laughs) Run it back. The man Steve Jones. (laughs) Check this out. The man to man. If you
3: ain't got gold water... Then, how can you actually be a man? You get what I'm saying? Because if your mind is not alkalized, if you're not dreaming, and you ain't lucid dreaming, you're not imagining. If you're not imagining, you can't create. You get what I'm saying? And if you can't create, you can't be a man. But see, Goldwater, and what this does is it brings your brain back, back it gives you away from the cigarettes. It gets you away from the, (laughs) it gets you away from all of those things that you don't need and it gives you back that natural creative energy. So drink on gold water. Oh, before we ended this out, it was something that I wanted to um, speak on. And for some reason, when I started doing this gold water commercial, this is how good gold water is. You just have thoughts popping up in my head. Some reason when I had when I was started doing this gold water commercial, I thought about it. I was like, we need to talk about this. But now, see, the problem is, as I just thought about it, I just forgot it because I didn't drink my gold water today. Mm-hmm. But I think it's very I, it needs to come back to me because maybe I need to take some gold water real quick. Hold on, let me see. Yeah.
4: You know what they say, man? They say 19 keys said drink gold water. <laughs>
3: Now, it was something I did want to talk about um, before we got off to this podcast. It needs to come back to me, though, real quick. I uh, just had it in my conscience. It was very important. It was like one of those universal downloads. It was like God I said, talk about it. Talk about it. Talk about it. Um, it's an alignment. What was it? What was it, keys? She
4: just came here with... Oh, it had gosh.
3: something... It was something important. It was something very important that, like, what men should talk about. It's something that men need to talk about. It needs to be in their space right now. Um. What was it?
2: Dirty fingernails.
3: Oh, it's close. It's close. It's close, but it ain't it. For some reason, that almost brought it back. <laughs> almost brought it back, but that ain't it. Um... Or was it?
2: Up your own weed on scale. <laughs>
3: to him, God. <clears throat> No, it was something about it may have been about close to response like close to response. Like man, what
4: was it? I think I think man needs to start meditating more. It, it real?
3: Was it was it close to meditation?
4: I think I think black men, especially black men, we go through so much trauma. And we just adapt to just, you know, end up adapting to situations instead of, you know, trying to free ourselves from them situations. We end up adapting and just it becomes a routine, a normal way of living at this, point, at this point in time. So it's always important to step back from everything, take the time out, just meditate, refocus, re-envision, reimagine, and then
3: jump back out there instead of just always adapting to all these negative situations in life. All right, so, okay, cool. Matter of fact, let's ask like ten like quick questions, right? That we can do to improve on uh, basically on masculinity, right? So, Keys, you got any questions? So, so I want to ask you this: what what you think, what you think, Steve, that men can do with their women right now that can help improve their situation? On the master level, Um,
4: on the master level, I think the number one important thing is a man need to speak more life to his woman. Mm. You need to speak life to your woman, and women speak life into your man. Instead of always coming in the house nagging, complaining, compliment her today. Mm. Compliment your woman today. Tell her she Mm. look good. I I, I know she got 50 DMs today. So how is you standing out from those 50 DMs she got? Is you is you yeah. making her want it I'll in this relationship? 50 you say, 50? <laughs> you got to sit close so they can hear it. The
2: only way a woman's getting 50 DMs is she dropping ass pics. She's dropping ass pics. Yeah, That's the only way.
4: Well, I, I'm saying 50 because if this your woman, she should have let them DMs piled up and not open none of them. So it better be 50 of my girls, no. flat out. And that's unopened. 50 DMs. That's unopened. Hey, these can be DMs from months ago, but I'm talking about like, you know I'm what like I'm saying? Like, <laughs> They need to be piled up. 50, <laughs> 50,
2: first of all, 50 DMs is a lot. A right? lot. Even if they sitting in the request jar. The only way a woman me getting 50 DMs, you understand me? By a bunch of thirsty niggas. you feel it's me? Is <laughs> if she thirst trapping. She got ass titty pics. You understand me? Populated. You feel me? All throughout her page. You feel me? And she asking for people to DM. Because 50 DMs is a lot. I'm going to let y'all know that now. Don't think that's normal if your girl getting 50 DMs. You understand me? Just, she might be a sex worker. I'm just letting <laughs> you know. You understand don't, me? Don't quote
4: me on the don't, 50. Don't I'm compete just throwing a number you
2: talking about... You know what I'm saying? Now, it's always going to be thirsty Negroes knocking at the door. You feel me? Now, whether she answered the door or not, then that's different. So, the question becomes, you know, what is DM etiquette? You understand me? Mm. Like, I think DM etiquette is important because we got too many connections. You feel me? Way too many connections. Like, back in the day, you know, if you stop being in a relationship with a person, you ain't keeping contact with her no more. Right. Right. Now, we still keep relationships going even after we get out the relationship with a person. You mm-hmm. understand me? So you got people that you used to have sex with that you still follow. People that you had casual sex with that you follow. People you were in relationships that you follow. People that you attracted mm-hmm. with. Mm-hmm. All of these people are extensions of micro-relationships or, you understand me, that, that you have. Which would not normally exist or didn't exist for previous generations. So previous generations, the relationship between two people. Now in your relationship, you got 100 people, right? By average, a person can only like really have meaningful relationships with like max like 10 to 15 people in their life. But then you got 1,200 friends that you're trying to keep up with, make sure you mm-hmm. like their picture, repost that. So you may have more loyalty to a friend that you know through social media than you do your own mama and daddy. Because that time that you would have spent calling them, checking on them so you, you can have that home. intimacy split with real family, yeah. it's now split with your social family. So it's like when it comes to the ideas of like DM etiquette and connections, period, like what's an acceptable level of connections, you understand me, that people should have now, right? Because we normalize the way we connected to each other, but it's not it's not right, right? Because what's normal is just what becomes standard? You understand me? But is that the best way to go about the approach? Because if we look at our relationships, are we getting better at relationships? Are we getting worse? Because now we have a lot of instantaneous connections yeah. for no long-term drive whatsoever. Right? So I feel like there, we got to reassess how we do relationships, and we got to start clipping people and stop having so many people attached to us. Because those people, everybody that's attached to us represents an intention that we have. Mm-hmm. You understand me? Whether you're acting on it, whether it's subconscious, whether it's dormant, whether it's active or not, it exists. So it's like, back in the day, those intentions wouldn't have been as clear as, oh, this person you're attracted to, you actually follow this person. There's an intention, there's an action there, right? Yeah. And because it's in this immaterial social world, you... Navigated in your mind as if it's innocent, but social media is a business site, but it's more so a dating site at the same time. Exactly. You understand me?
4: you will find yourself going back. Man, let me go and check on my ex. See how she doing? You ain't gonna say nothing to it, but you'll go clicking through the pictures just to see how she living now. And
2: know. i don't think that's that's particularly healthy. You feel me?
4: Yeah, it's not healthy. That's why I said earlier. Like me, when it's over, I deleted everything. Yeah, it's I don't want to see it
2: Finito Out of there Bye Adios We had what we had But we ain't yeah. going back I don't know how to try and travel You understand me So yeah. if you was yesterday You gotta stay You understand me where you are I can't bring you back to today You feel oh, me yeah. Not one day Not two days Not Thursday okay. Not you, Friday You, you know
4: never that. supposed to you go back
2: <laughs> Yeah
3: this is That thought came back to me Huh <laughs> Interesting Right when he's he's talking about the uh, Social media Now This question Steve This for both of us Um, Semen retention You know what I'm saying Semen retention Now this is something that Is very interesting Especially when you get into relationships So if you're in a relationship with a woman I think a lot of men need to understand this And need to know about this Like how do you deal With being on a spiritual path, you understand me, tapping into your powers and masculinity and things of that nature. You know that a great deal of masculinity is actually seeing retention. You know what I'm saying? Actually, being able to uh, to strengthen in your bond with keeping yourself from tapping into sex all the time. You get what I'm saying? So yeah. when you get into a relationship, right? How do you balance that?
4: Me. This is how I balance it. I practice my self-discipline skill. Like you gotta, you can't never just, like when your girl wants sex all the time, sometimes you gotta make her work for it. You gotta play hard to get. Because mm-hmm. if you ain't got no self-control over yourself, she gonna feel like, man, when I'm not around, he can't handle himself. He can't control himself. Like mm-hmm. sex, like he gonna have sex, he gonna cheat. You gonna cheat. I, like this just a fact. If you ain't got no self-discipline, and then your woman, if you like, can easily have sex with you when she feel like it on demand, and you ain't never stopping or nothing, she not gonna respect you, bro. Like, y'all relationship is gonna be weakened because you lacking self-discipline. Let me see, let me say something. <laughs> How you feel? You disagree? No.
2: Hey, hey,
3: let me say you come in the middle of the conversation.
2: Yeah man, that's how we do it, man. You know what I'm talking about? Ain't no rules to this. We just we just freestyling. You feel me? But you asked him, I wanna get my opinion. You know what I'm talking about, man to man. I just want to get my opinion.
4: <laughs> man to man, come on. Keep it rolling. Yeah.
2: All right, so listen, peep gang. This is the way I look at it. I feel like nature has already prescribed the time when we're supposed to take a break, and that's when a woman has her menstrual cycle. You understand me in mm-hmm. the period. You feel me? I think that uh, in a healthy relationship, I don't think it's nothing wrong with having a healthy sexual relationship. You understand me? Where. You all consistently find each other appetizing. You understand me? I think that that's the natural attraction. And I think that, you know, a lot of people like to talk about running red lights and things of that nature, you feel me? I'm going to avoid the traffic laws, you understand me, that God made, you feel me? And when it's time for them cycles, then that just lets you know that's when it's time to fast. The same thing, a woman goes through a cycle, A man go through the same cycle, right. you feel me? Yeah. And I think that puts a, a positive and a healthy, you understand me, reset on all things. Yeah, I like, I like that aspect.
3: Well... You know, when you get into the science of it and things of that nature, they say it takes 64 days for a sperm to actually mature. And to even have actual healthy babies, that's, we have to actually have a real mature sperm. And they was doing research where they were showing how most men nowadays, they having babies with sperm that's probably less than 10 days old. And so the children are coming out, you know, as a reflection of that. They're not actually, you know, full-born healthy, evolved species yeah. of children and things that ain't, you know, even on a mental level and they brain not fully developing because the man is not taking 64 days minimum, right? Yeah. To make sure that his sperm is actually powerful enough to create, a, you know, a, a beautiful seed into this universe. You know, I think that we tend to do a lot of things based on, you know, going into our beast mind. Right, and it's something that the Honorable Elijah Muhammad talked about, it, the Honorable uh, Minister Osfarkhan kind of talked about, was how you know when he went into the breakdown of the 666 and things of that nature, and how the 666 was the code to the you know to the DNA, and how it did represent the beast within the man, and how but when you alchemize it, right, it flips. You know what I'm saying? And then you get it back into you know the spiritual nature of the man, and when his mind is is that of more so of the eagle. You understand me? It's that, see, I used the wolf, right? So it's a to give it a little bit of breakdown of why I used the wolf. The wolf represents my beast nature. You know what I'm saying? But I also had the eagle. The eagle represents my higher mind. I always, I'm always in knowing and understanding that I have the beast inside. Me, you know what I'm saying? that I have that side of myself that I always have to
4: conquer. And that's where the self-discipline kick in that I was talking about. Exactly. You got to be aware of both, but always you got to tap into the eagle more than you tap into the beast
3: nature. One hundred percent. And especially in a today's type of atmosphere yeah. where this is not like back in the day. You know what I'm saying? It's not like how you have all this information and all these different things and all this social media and all this extra shit. That's helping you tap even further deeper into that beast, you know what I'm saying? Easier. So I look at it as like we gotta be even stronger today, especially as men. Especially on from man to man, you know what I'm saying? We gotta be even on a higher level, a higher structure. Now, we can say, right, oh you know, God created things to be a certain way, and things of that nature. And we can go off a of more so our playful mind with that. But if we go more into to a mature sense of ourselves, when we know better as men, like now we actually do, got to take a little bit more time out. This and create even uh, even better structures for today's time, because now we dealing with something where it's like a wave of chaos around us. You know what I'm saying. In order for us to even go into even deeper uh, strengths in our consciousness and into our Christ consciousness, we gotta even. It's like what you sacrificing. You know what I'm saying. You know when you sacrifice something, you get a reward for it. People used to think you have to sacrifice uh, animals and things of that nature, but really it was a sacrifice of your animal nature. You get what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So I feel like the more as men we sacrifice more and more of that animal nature of ourselves that we say you know God created as a, but in reality it was what God created as a test. You know what I'm saying? God created that as just a test so that way we go see who's gonna build stronger structures. You know what I'm saying? And that's how I look at it. Is like if we start to view the semen retention as more so. Well, and I look at it like in in the relationships. I look at it also from how what Steve, what you were saying, was like. We got to be more disciplined. We got to make sure that our woman knows she don't control this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You ain't just go get this anytime you think. You know what I'm saying? Because like,
2: is that like a is that a real issue? It really is. I never experienced. Like, it really the, is. It's real not issue. Like i, I
0: at, like
4: I, I understand what you're saying. I'm looking at it it from never the perspective really been of that. our people. But,
2: you know what I'm saying? But I'm saying like in like a actual situation. Have you experienced that or know somebody that has experienced that? Like the girl, she just she coming in too hot, too much. Bit,
3: yes, women all first off. First off, I'm
2: saying, but it like it controls you where it got became an issue. Yeah, like you man. feel like a piece of meat.
3: First off, I always feel like a piece of meat you know what I'm saying <laughs> women always no no no, no. Pause. Pause. pause pause but pause but like just think about women always want this women always <laughs> want What's that? What's women always first... women don't... always want <laughs> this they always want to you know what I'm saying first off let's just be Every. honest you know what I'm saying women all because you a black guy women go always want that right, but saying, like, you know what
2: I'm saying has it actually really became an issue where it's like damn I feel like I ain't got no control of myself she just get whatever she want like, no it's not even that, that type of it's not even
3: that. that. You got like.
2: Nah, like, see, so see so I, I don't been like, in the situations right. to
4: where I don't like You taking
3: it to a, a like a. Well, no, that's how it like was stated. I
2: want to because if you not not how how people have people different perspectives, yeah. and they listen to the conversation. If you if like, you look at it, I ain't never had that issue. If
3: you look at it from this, because people don't know what the actual issue is. That's the problem. You know what I'm saying? The problem is that people don't know the illusion that they under. That's the whole point of an illusion.
2: But then sometimes you can create a problem that don't exist by people are like over-acknowledging and emphasizing things that are not issues, right? Now, that's to say that if that was the case, because it would have, it would require a certain type of man that feels like he don't have control over his whole relationship, and that's just an aspect of where he can see it manifest. You understand me? Right. As a see, man, I don't feel like... I've like never felt dominated by a woman, yeah. so I can't relate to that aspect of it. See, You're you know, not about... We, I'm, we, I'm,
3: I'm feeling be, like being dominated by woman. I've been man. dominated. It's just that you got to understand that, again, if you are giving up your seed on a weekly to a month, like the more that you give up your seed, you are physically giving up power. It ain't got nothing to do with her.
2: No, not necessarily. No, but no, going to the
3: sign. If you're no, going, no, let's necessarily. Things, then tetra, nah, 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 nah. Hard, so nah, necessarily. Hold on. Oh, no, no, no. Going to the. Well, I'm, me, I'm speaking. The I'm thing. speaking.
2: Well, this is a conversation. This is the highest Yeah, okay, so
3: you, I, I you just pretend, let you man, speak, man. so let me speak.
2: Well, no, I'm going to give my science, yeah, right?
3: So, I'm, a, I'm about to go to the science. If I'm speaking uh-huh. on something, you can't just come in and be like, hold on, I'm going to go into the science. Let me speak. This man, is man how to how man.
2: This is how we going to do this, all right? Man to man. Yeah, so because it, 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 you get the science of the same retention, right? But on an aspect where you talked about, you understand me, uh, essentially controlling you in that... The daily or the weekly or the monthly sexual habits, you understand me? the a man of that godly energy. It does. You understand me? Where I would have to point in a point there is that, you know, in the Western ways of how sexual relationships are cultivated, then I could agree. But then you have Eastern practice of sex, you understand me, where it's tantric and it creates a cycle of energy. You understand me? Because even when we're talking about sex, sex, you know, ejaculation and, you know, uh, uh, orgasm are separated. You understand me? When you're talking about Eastern sexual function, right? So the actual act of tantric sex is not one that depletes the man from his vital energy if it's done in that capacity. You understand me? So a qualifying factor with what you talk about receiving retention doesn't mean that you don't have to have sex.
3: What does Eastern sexual ideology teaches you? It teaches you not to ejaculate.
2: I just said that. I just said that the separation the separate- is that senior retention don't mean not sex.
3: Right. So, like, you proving my point.
2: I'm trying to disprove I'm That's what I'm saying. more like, perspective. It's not a battle. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just a I'm not saying it's a
3: battle, but I'm just saying you proving my point. It was that what I was saying, and this is why I feel like I didn't need to be cut off. Well you know I'm
2: I'm, I mean I'm gonna insert regardless, but I'm just saying like you the, the separation was sex versus semen retention and that the science in what you talk about is that you can still have sex. But and you can also have serial attention at the same now, time. See, the when you dealing of with okay,
3: you dealing with a group of people such as the black man and woman in North America who have no idea at all truly what sex is. So when I speak about it and when I how I speak on it, I'm speak on it from the way I know in which I'm speaking to basically a child. You get what I'm saying?
2: I'm shooting. Up. I mean, in reality, some need higher did,
3: but that's why, see, for everybody that's on a certain level of perspective, they go going to take it from what level of consciousness that well, they are. Well,
2: see, it depends because then they go to the level to where extremism. Well, I can't have no sex, or so not a man, to have no control. Yeah, you going to have, look, in. that's good <laughs> for <laughs> certain <laughs> people. It, 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 it may be because, in the essence, that they feel like they're ignorant, but if you give them the whole piece, then they can just go and actually do it the right way with the right intention.
3: Right. So So before I I even was able to 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 even speak on these things and go into everything, the science... I was was basically saying self-discipline and self-control because
4: like once you... You got a, a woman that just want to like nympho sex just come in and yeah. y'all Whole relationship just becomes about sex. And you got a lot of those women it just out be, here. And you got yeah, that's exactly. what I'm saying. So just that's have why, sex dress. So exactly. you got to have that self-control and so that's why
3: I wanted to speak on this because it's actually sure, a lot of sure. that in our community. Yeah. Especially because of the rap music. Especially because of the, the whole culture. And especially
4: because like nowadays everything is fast. Like people move so fast exactly. now. Like they don't even want the shivery the to love. Most like, men don't even realize you know what I'm saying? like... And that ain't,
3: that ain't Cool before they even get into relationships and all this stuff, before they even get that ability to start having a whole bunch of sex and stuff, yeah. they start realizing, like, hold on, why I'm not focused? Yeah. Why I'm not on my you know it, what I'm saying. Pines it it, and it becomes, like, the sex
4: can become a distraction, they don't no, even know, they purpose. don't even know it's the sex, and that's no, why yeah. I said you gotta have that self discipline to where you can't be doing this shit all the time. You gotta have some type of ground exactly. rule, like some type of, and the exactly. man gotta be the one. To put the foot down the lead. Right. There, you know That's why
2: they call it, it, it the sex drive, because it does drive it drive your ass crazy. Right. It does. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Spending, always say people we spend so much money and time chasing sex, right? It's like you can chase sex and you can chase checks. You understand? You can chase sex, you can chase dreams, right? Because the amount of energy it takes to manifest sex, right, in life, that's the same energy it'll take to manifest a million dollars. You feel me? Like mm-hmm. a person that's been, nice. all right, I gotta go get I gotta go dressed a certain way, you understand? Me? I gotta put on my flying, so the flying is gonna increase my chance of having sex. I'm gonna be seen, right? So you left brain all your activities, right? Consumerism, left brain, ego, right, materialism, yeah. right, titles, all of those things. Left brain. Cause this is if I act out this brain, I'm gonna have sex. I'm increasing my chances every time. I need the big card, the big car fly more women increase chance i need the nice title call me this increase chances so uh, a a man even that doesn't have much of nothing at all he'll still start to compartmentalize and design his life around increasing his chances of finding mates and this is something that we've done for forever essentially because if you go back to even different levels of our ancestors it's like you understand me, the man had to, to be the most masculine one, the alpha, yeah. essentially out that group to increase his chances, especially if there's lesser women, you understand me, or that's not in their part of function at that time, you feel me? He gotta he gotta stand out, so he gotta do something. And throughout different cultures, that changes on what it means to be that alpha that's going to be the most attractive to that mate. But now women see money.
4: Hey. You <laughs>
2: And money is like the man. Yeah. Money is the man. You understand me? So women will see you as the man if you got the money. So men feel like, well, I'ma just get the money. I ain't gotta be the man. The money will be and they gonna come to me for this. This is what I have. You All right. understand me? Yeah. So once you make money, the man don't be mad if a man wanna make money.
3: And then which is why there's a whole bunch of, of you know Nine masculine <laughs> men walking around a whole bunch of uh what's it called again the, the kevin samuels walking around this motherfucker oh my god you get what i'm saying because you got a whole bunch of men with some money you get what i'm saying that these women are attracted to and then they get with those types of yeah. men and one of them like man this man is flamboyant than the motherfucker you want to look more prettier than me you get what i'm saying and He don't even want to do the certain things that you thought the money was gonna do, but it really didn't. You understand? Because it don't matter. Man, match, but how, match a really.
4: lot of a lot of these women get with these men for money, right? And don't even get the money,
3: right? Don't even get
4: the money. <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? they
3: just walk away heartbroken, and they, and they keep doing it, right? It's just like what you thought—you was dealing with a non-masculine man. <laughs> hey,
2: It'd be better get with the man, let him teach you how to make the money. Yeah. If, if you get with a man who got money, he know how to get money. Yeah. So, your goal should be able to leave there more valuable, not leave there with more money. You understand me? Because he's going to feel like you're not as valuable as his money if he can just buy you. You understand me? Fact. Like, if I got a lot of this money, but I can buy you with a little bit of it incrementally, how are you more valuable than my money? Right? So, what you want to do is extract the value out the relationship that you're in, which is the knowledge, the expertise right, yeah. that you're with at least... So when you leave, you're more valuable to produce it on your own. So now, once you look for the next person, you're looking for value. You understand? When we talk about high-value men cannot be high-value if they don't have values, number one. You understand me? But that ain't a high-value man. He can't teach you nothing. Two, you understand yeah. me? That ain't a high-value man if you are not thinking long-term. You understand me? That's not a high-value man if he can't protect you. You understand me? That's not a high-value man if he can't cultivate you spiritually. life. And it's, really not a nice. high, it's
4: not a high-level man if he put money over everything, anyway. Facts. he's
2: going to put money over you. Yeah, absolutely. So when opportunities of money come up and he decide that that's more important than you, you can't get mad because that was the reason you got with him in the first place, for the money. So now he prioritizing the very thing that you like him for, now you're getting mad at him. So <laughs> it's like, you got to get, if you go, like intentions is a, a very important check. Check your intentions when you do anything. And just be honest with yourself. Because a lot of people want to be honest. If you get into it for that reason, be 100% honest with yourself. Because a lot of times you lie to yourself. And then later on the truth is revealed to you. You understand me? And then you change up. It's like, no, you went in there for money. Or you went in there for sex. Or you went in there for whatever you went in. But you try you lied to yourself as if that wasn't what you was doing. You understand me? But this person treating you for the exact reason that you got with them. Like, she knows she well, she got one because of the money. Like, well, I'm a treat, you know. Well, absolutely, got me to hit this for the night. You understand me? Like, mm-hmm. And then you went in there at that moment, like, yeah, you go do that. And then later on, you switched up because you caught feelings. Because when sex is involved, things change, the connection the, the dynamics change. And women are wanting to. I had a tweet, the tweet was, Women are evolving. Number one, I give kudos to women because women are evolving because of what men have done to them over time, right? But men need to catch up, but not nothing substantial enough has happened for men to want to evolve yet. You understand me? Mm-hmm. Meaning that like we were the reason that women changed, right? And, and it's going to have to be something even more substantial than women changing because men can still use their money to get women, you understand me, in order for us to change. You understand me? So that's the... That's the, the moment that men are waiting for to go through an evolution because men are not going through a cycle of, you know, uh, uh, evolution in the capacity that we're becoming better for our women. You understand mm. But women are becoming better for themselves in the capacity that they are evolving against the treatment in which we put them under to find better ways to survive and thrive and become free and without a little us. better experience without <laughs> us.
3: Yeah, because in a way, the reason why they're evolving is because they love us deeply, and and it's out of love, and it's out of responsibility. Something that we we spoke about earlier is that, you know, love is responsibility. So, and they understand that in order for them to actually be human beings, they have to love on themselves, and so that's something that in which men, I guess, still have to find is. Is a love for themselves, and that's why I spoke about. Her. Well,
4: I can say this too, but a lot of women are becoming more masculine too because you know yeah. the the agenda against black men in America. Absolutely. A lot of us are dead due to situations. A lot of us are incarcerated, can't lead the family. Right. A lot of a lot of young men don't have male role models to show them how to lead a woman in the first place right. in a relationship. So the women doing
3: it themselves right. nowadays. A lot of these men don't have no, nobody A lot of these yeah. young boys don't have nobody that they respect. No god, Yeah, you know no respect. They don't have nobody <laughs> they respect, nobody they look up to, nobody that they actually, you understand me, look at it and be like, oh, I can get gain from this person. Mm-hmm. I can respect it.
2: They look at people like young boy NBA. Yeah. They look at the rappers. They look at Here's the thing about rappers. Y'all are leaders, you just terrible at it. you just lead yeah. people in the wrong direction and don't want to take responsibility for how you lead people, yeah. you understand me? And that's the issue, You, I'm not a role model. You are in a role and people model themselves after you. You are a role model. <laughs> Once you step on a platform with massive influence, you either take accountability of your responsibilities or you ignore them for how you influence people. That's the difference. And People in prominent positions with platforms and influence, you understand me, try to ignore, so that's the ignorant part, right? They try to be ignorant of the consequences of their influence and impact. Facts. You understand me? But you are impact, are influential. So to say that the young boys have nobody to look Mm -hmm. up to or that, that nobody's leading them, they are just the wrong people. Exactly. You understand me? That leading them and the wrong people they're looking up to. And you have to ask yourself, am I one of those people? That these young boys that are super impressionable, young girls that are super impressionable, that don't have a better role model than myself, so they're following me because I've created this brand, this music, this entertainment, this attention capsule to where now I have their attention because I've made sure I got attention, but what am I doing with it and what is my impact and how am I effectively you know, uh, creating consequences or am I doing something that's righteous? Yeah. And so, in, reality, and that's,
3: in reality, that's true because in reality, that's uh, to me, I feel like that's some some pure devil shit to get to a space of where you do got people watching you, people listening to you, people that's just following in your every move and then you act like you don't got these people that you are guiding, that you are leading because to me, there's only two people I know that's like that and that's it's the devil and that's just a child, you get what I'm saying. So it's either you acting like you a child and you don't know what you doing in life, and you don't know where you headed and how you moving and shaking things, or you actually do know what you doing, right? And you just acting like you don't. And that's to me, that's that's some that's that's some magician shit, that's some coward yeah. shit. You I look at I'm it
4: saying? plain and simple like this: when you get on Instagram, it literally shows you that you got a following, right? What? So if these people are following you, where are you leading them to? That's the question you gotta answer. Where am I leading these people to? Is you leading them to destruction? Or are you gonna lead them to uh, the water, to drink something so they can evolve in life? You know, Cause that's the whole object of the game. As human beings, we're supposed to evolve. Are you helping these people evolve? Or are you, you know slowing down that growing process? And, and you know,
2: growing up in growing up in Oak, California, growing up in St. Louis, you know, terrible environments and situations, right? In one environment in St. Louis, no good role models, right? That's how I felt. Like in the streets I can't think of like a person that was like hey, uh, <laughs> Oh, I, I, I can aspire to be like that person, you understand me, because of the visions, dreams, goals and the way they project and present themselves. It was niggas that was showing me how to do niggas shit. Showing me how to sell drugs, rob, steal, kill, you know, you know what I mean, whatever of the lower nature I wanted to get into, I could find a mentor in that subject, right? there was nobody to teach me how to become 19 Kids. So, with that being said though, I wanna put on the impression of my that like, you can make excuses for yourself if you want to. <laughs> you right bro, ain't nobody in my environment put me on. No, put yourself on at the end of the day. Hey. You ain't got a pops, be your own pops. You ain't got a leader, be your own leader. You understand me? You don't have a good friend, be your own good friend. You gotta get in your own ear a lot of times, we're gonna be man to man with you. Because hey. I, I empathize,
4: But I don't sympathize. Don't sympathize. (laughs) (laughs) Real talk. (laughs) I
2: don't feel sorry for you, but I feel you though, because I understand the conditions that manufacture your mind to produce the factory of your thoughts and the conditions of your reality. You understand me? But at the end of the day, those are your thoughts. That's your reality. That's your free will that you demonstrate over yourself. And at any point in time, you can decide to go the harder route, which is to change. Mm -hmm. If you go the easy route, it's to stay the same. The hard route, I'll, I'll be ostracized by the homies the friends I'll switch up on, on his whole old life and I'm gonna go a better route. The the regular route is nah, I wanna I wanna stay in my thing. Um I don't know you guys are yelling at me too much. I'm emotional. I don't have people around me. I feel depressed, I feel this, that, and the third. And that's another thing. I'm in this beautiful rap with this. Everybody okay, listen <clears throat> The sad, stress, anxiety, depression, suicide, right? Some of you all are depressed just because you keep listening to depressed shit. You listen to depressed music all day, you understand me, and you walk around depressed. You ain't got, listen, everybody ain't went through the problems that they claim they went through. And times growing up, people would tell me, just be a man about it, right? And that's not a mental health quote per se, but it's a willpower quote. You understand me saying that You do have a real power To get over those small battles That you magnifying right now You understand me And people are allowing you To suckle on their nipple You understand me Nursing this situation When you could just drop your nuts And be a man about it Because there's a lot of things That you're not executing on But you're living in the greatest time To be able to get money To be able to find you a suitable mate, Find you a place yeah. to live Activate your dreams, goals, ideas Go train, go live Go, go out there and be a, be a man you understand me? Like, be a man, that has to be a slogan that has to be re-energized in society because nobody is telling people to be a man. Everybody is saying it's okay to be a boy or if you want to, be a girl. You understand me? But nobody is saying be a man because men have been vilified so much that the very idea of being a man seems wrong to young boys, young to women and, 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 and little girls. You understand me, but being a man has to be one of those things that was always my backbone. It made me courageous. You understand me? It made me yeah. toughen up, smarten up in situations, and push my willpower where I felt like my back was against the wall, not realizing that shit I can take things head on.
4: Yeah, just even having that mindset of being the masculine, being the man, that should save your life. Sometimes it saved my life. For sure, for sure. You know, just having to react and split decision to de- uh, you know, make splits, um, de- <laughs> split um this split second decisions. That's what I'm trying to say. Just, I, just me having to do that in life, through many times.
3: That's how that you shit like help every me. time.
4: You know, it, it work every time because you you ain't moving our feelings. I got a real life logically thinking about this. How I'm finna make it through this situation? I can't be dwelling on the on the pain no more. You know, like but, it's but over with.
2: I will say this because. I think what this generation does very well, and what society is doing very well, is curating empathy. You understand I me? And I think that that is something that has been missing for a very long time in the world, right? I can empathize, and, and I mean, I really mean it, because I was just having this conversation with my girl about like me being different than everybody I know. So I never go anywhere, and I feel like, oh, this is my place. Because I'm always different than them. I'm different than my brother. I'm different than my brother, Steve. You understand me? I just, I'm just i just a different person. But because I can empathize, that I can feel everybody around me. I can connect with everybody around me on some sort of level, right? And I can understand you, right? Which is the most important. If I can understand you, then I can accept you. But just because I can understand you and that's accepted doesn't mean that we go going to hang together, we go kick it, we're going to do all <laughs> these different things. That just goes to my level of understanding of reality in society. But the empathy, I think, is the evolution of the manhood. You understand me? Because the empathy allows you to really treat your woman the way she's supposed to be treated. Because it's not about what you're just thinking. Can you treat your woman based on how she feels? You understand me? And have that connection with her. Can you empathize with people of different... You know what I mean, communities and, 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 and levels and all of these different things. And I when I listen to women, women have a level of built-in empathy that just don't exist. And this gener- my generation of men specifically that I that I grew up in, you understand me? And like they that feeling of like really genuinely caring about other people on a level as if it's yourself. Really feeling for how other people think like that's different and the way that they go about becoming lead hires because that's my definition those leaders they lead hers. you know what I'm talking about <laughs> that they the way that they lead they lead with empathy so it's not competition they automatically lead with collaboration they automatically lead with I hate the word making space but I get the idea that it's not limited there's abundance we can make space for everybody because men carve out territory and claim space where well, women have a movement of making space and that's a different way that women go about thinking of leadership design you understand me that no they think about business concept of empathy that we can all be involved and that's why the women's movement works so well because once they start to jump into a new space they want to conquer and make space for each other rather than compete and close it down Now, don't get me wrong there's a level of women who Think like men, so they are at each other. They put them on the shows. It's drama, feel as if this all can't be for us, right? That, no, I have to have so much that it squeezes out everybody else and they can have none. Forget how they feel, right? It's like, why would you want to completely monopolize a market to where you marginalize 90% of the people so that you can have 90% of the market? You understand me? Because you don't want to make space for nobody else. It's not about y'all living comfortable. It's about you being a conqueror. You understand me? And once you get to the, 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 the capitalism and conquering, go hand in hand. So the empathetic level of society and evolution is creating abundance and giving everybody access and designing the new world in a way where everybody can live and thrive with each other. Mm-hmm. Because capitalism will keep us killing each other. You understand me? But when we talk about empathy, it will design so that we can live with each other.
3: Yeah. All right, so we closing out. This is the Man to Man podcast where we talk about God, you understand me? Um, I want to start, I want to make sure that we do this every time that we do close out. I want to make sure we close our eyes, you understand me? Um, and we breathe and we speak some words of affirmation to the black guys, to the to the black man and the black woman in North America, you understand me? So, I breathe life into all the black men and women. I breathe truth into all the black men and women. I breathe love into all the black men and women. I breathe divinity into all the black men and women. I breathe breathe peace into all the hoods that the black men and women are living in currently. I breathe respect into all the minds of the women and men and children, and of the black men and women and children across North America. <sighs> and we breathe love, honor, and respect, integrity, dignity. I Amin mean, Ashe, I Allahu Akbar. Allahu
4: In this episode of Man to Man podcast, where we talk, w- like guys it's sponsored by Crown Society and Goldwater. Tap in.
3: I mean, oh yeah. We almost ended this out without talking about Shaman. I gotta let y'all know that me and Keys have the song. The song. The only song you need to listen to every day. When you wake up, shaman. Middle of the day, shaman. Go on a brunch, shaman. You smoke a blunt, shaman. You understand me? <laughs>
2: Do a rant, shaman. shaman. Zaza,
3: shrimp, shaman. You get what I'm saying? You eat a shroom, shaman. Go in a room, shaman. Take a nap, shaman. Put it on. Before you go to bed, listen to shaman. Cause every good person is a shaman. And this is the tune. For your mind space. And if you ain't listening to the gods, then what you doing? Some woman in the universe. Man to man.
4: Nah, real talk, so man to man. <laughs>
2: Peace Family 19 Keys tapping in with you. This episode is sponsored by Goldwater. For those who are not on the gold, you should be. And the reason that you should be because this is going to electrify your body, your senses, your aura, and your energy. The ancient Egyptians used to take it and they believed it was the elixir of God. Now, the reason that they believed that because they used to break it down in an ormus powder form and they would ingest this gold. Gold is a of electricity, and they believe that if you ingested this gold, then you also receive the messages from the creator, the universe, this inner knowing that you would get. Now. I tend to believe in a more logical sense of it that we are all born with 0.02% of gold within our body. Now this gold electrifies our nerves and it also helps with anti-inflammation. There have been great testimonials all around with different type of people that utilize it. Increased energy, hand-eye coordination, lucid dreaming. Yes, lucid dreaming. A lot of those people or a lot of people around the world just don't lucid dream period or don't dream in color right? The increase in your dream activity is important when it comes to your actual life. See, if you don't dream when you go to sleep, then you don't manifest from your imagination during your waking hours, right? It's important that we have dreams. It's important that we get that deep rest. It's important that our brains secretes a fluid over the ridges, you understand me, to allow us to clear our neurotoxins so when we wake up, we're more clear and we're not seeking coffee. This helped me eliminate my addiction to caffeine. I needed a drink just about every single day. You understand me? I wake up, I needed one of them red eye, I needed double shots, I'm at the Peace Coffee, I'm at the Starbucks. Every single day, I thought I needed coffee until I found the gold. And ever since I've been on the gold, I put the drink down. You understand me? Yeah, I'm making it sound like it's liquor, but also in the UK in the 19th century, they actually utilized it to curb alcoholism. Now this is real history that you can look up for yourself if you wanna go study the effects of gold. We utilize two different types of gold, monatomic gold and colloidal gold. Now both of these are just talking about the particle size of the gold. So when you ingest it, it goes into the bioavailability within yourself, gets into your cellular structure, electrifies your whole being, and you tapped into that God level. Make sure you tap in, get on the gold, so we can all be tapped in to the next level, just like our ancestors. Peace, family. Go to www.goldwater.com. That's G-O-L-D-E, water.com. Peace.
0: At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently.